Good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is. Welcome to Bring the Noise Podcast, and I am Straight the Clipper, your host, coming at you with another episode. And today, I might be the most excited I've ever been. I'm not going to lie to you because we're going to be covering one of my favorite groups of all time. We're doing an album review of an album called Critical Beatdown from one of my favorite groups of all time, the Ultra magnetic MCs. Oh my goodness. Look, I'm just going to state it right now. I might be the biggest ultra magnetic MC fan of all time. Okay. You can ask my friends, you can ask my brothers. They know how much I love ultra magnetic MCs. So first off, here's your members. You got cool Keith. All right. You got said G you got TR love and DJ Mo love. That is the group ultramagnetic MCs. Now, Cool Keith being the main MC, okay? Him and Said G. Said G is the other MC, but Said G is also the producer of all these beats, okay? Him and Paul C. Now, you've heard me talk a little bit about Paul C um, on the Eric B and Rakim episode and Cool G Rap episode because he was a mentor to Large Professor. Well, him and Said G... Basically, we're, said G was also a mentor to Large Professor, okay? And here's the thing about Ultramagnetic. When I say I'm their biggest fan, like, I ain't gonna lie. I'm in the 0.5% top listeners every year on Spotify. That's how big of a fan I am. I listen to all their albums. I love every single one of their albums, even the non-official releases like New York What is Funky or the Basement Tapes. I listen to it all. We all know Cool Keith has an extraordinary solo career with Dr. Octagon, all of his different personalities, okay? He is a fucking menace on the mic. Ultramagnetic is ahead of their time when it comes to the styles that they rap. You know, they don't refer to someone, they'll refer to a whack MC as a germ or a duck or, you know, just something that it's just funny the their lingo that they use when it comes to the way they're talking about somebody. You'll hear them say, you know you are a soft duck, nothing but a germ, you know, and this, that, and whatever. And when it comes to the offbeat, onbeat style, their crazy lyrics, the shit they're rapping about, like between him and said G, it's ridiculous. The production is ridiculous. They are way ahead of their time. Said G and Paul C., basically pioneered the pan and chop method. So if you're not familiar with what that is, they would basically take a a sample, break it down to its elements, let's say a a drum sample, break it down to the snare, the kick, you know, etc. And then they would plug it into the SP-12 and then manually play it in. So they may have these samples, but then they would manually hit the snare hit this, hit that, or whatever, and it comes out sounding like something completely different other than just taking a sample and looping it and putting it in, which they did with other 
samples too, but like the drums would be completely different to the point where you can't even recognize it to the point where even Pete Rock's super producer was like, I don't know how the hell said G and Paul C did this shit. All right. And man, I, I just ultra magnetic was so ahead of their time. Okay. And it's, it, it's just amazing what this group was able to do at the time they were doing it. Okay. So this album came out on October 4th, 1988 next plateau records. Obviously, if you re- if you go back to my episode on the top 10 albums from 88, I had this at number two. If it wasn't for Public Enemy, I would have this album at number one. If it wasn't, you know, if we're talking just albums of all time, this album is in my top five albums of all time. It's that good. It's that innovative. It's that ahead of its time. And Ultra Magnetic, man, what more can you say other than they are just an amazing hip-hop group that was off on left field. They paved a whole way for a new type of MC, whether we're talking about MF Doom or Company Flow, even all the way up to Run the Jewels, all that like abstract kind of off-the-wall hip-hop pioneered by Ultramagnetic. Whether it's beats, rhymes, Cool Keith was on a whole nother stratosphere when it came to rapping. I mean, the guy's literally insane when it comes to how innovative he is. And you will hear on this album that Cool Keith is definitely the front MC, okay? He is better than Said G, but that doesn't mean that Said G can't hold his own in his own right, okay? Um, as the albums went on, you know, I really like their second album, Funk Your Head Up. I think that's Said G's best rapping, personally. And then my second favorite album from Ultra Magnetic MCs, and I mean, it's close. I like it almost just as much as I like this one, is The Four Horsemen from 93. Sed's rapping kind of took a little bit of a change, but nonetheless, that album is just... Every album they've released has been innovative. They've tried to push boundaries. They've tried to be as weird as they can. They're very cosmic, outer space, you know, type shit. Even when they're rapping, said G has said before that they would open science books and just kind of read them and then take words from there and just put it in. And yeah, it's nuts. I mean, this is such an innovative group. If you can't tell, I love the Ultra Magnetic MCs. I am obsessed with them as well as their affiliate, Tim Dog. That's how I even stumbled on Ultra Magnetic. I actually had Tim Dog's uh, 91 album, Penicillin on Wax. That's when I first heard Cool Keith. And then thanks to GTA San Andreas, it had the song Critical Beatdown on it. I was like, that voice sounds familiar. Went to the store, copped Critical Beatdown, and my mind and my brain and everything was changed. Again, you heard me talk a little bit about this on that episode, Top 10 Albums from 1988. But, man... The samples, this, I mean, and, and here's the thing. It was innovative and ahead of its time in 88. Is it dated? No. Does it sound like it's from the date it was created? Absolutely. It sounds like it's 30 plus years old. But this is an album you can still put on and be like, this isn't like anything else that came out in those years. You know, when it comes to their rapping, are they conscious? Are they, you know, telling stories? Are they deep? No, it's mostly braggatocious, but like, Again, the lingo they use is just so nuts that it's, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's incredible. So when I do this album review, I'm going to do the album that dropped in 1988. 
I ended up buying the 2004 reissue that had a bunch of their 12-inch singles that they released prior to this album that didn't make it on the album. So I grew up with a different album. I grew up with 20 tracks, you know, having their other 12-inch. We're going to do the 88 one, 15 tracks, and maybe the episode after this I'll cover their 12-inch singles because here's the thing. They were releasing singles in 84, 85, the one that really punched through was Ego Trippin' in 1986, okay? That had four verses, two from Cool Keith, two from Said G, and a breakdown in the middle with Mo Love scratching. The album version only has the first two verses, and then that's it. The 88 version uh, album. Now, that's the thing. They've been called the kings of the 12-inch by Chuck D from Public Enemy because prior to their 88 release... They had Ego Trippin' in 86. They had Travelin' at the Speed of Thought in 87. They had Funky in 1987. They had Mentally Mad, Bait, and all, you know, all these songs that led up to this album until 88. But here's the thing. They don't sound... Ego Trippin' doesn't sound too old for the album, even though it came out two years before it dropped. Like... And on the 88 album, you can tell they re-recorded um, it. And honestly, the original sounds harder. But nonetheless, we're just going to do the 88 album and the way that it was released. And we're not going to touch those 12-inch singles for now. You know, not on this episode. Maybe next episode I'll cover those because they should have been on there. They fit perfectly. Mentally Mad is one of my favorite ultramagnetic MCs uh songs honestly but this album is so fucking amazing i'm so excited to cover it i wanted to you know again i love the four horsemen and but if we're gonna start a first episode about ultramagnetic it's gotta be it's gotta be critical beatdown man come on it's such a fantastic album i love ultramagnetic i love them all let's get into this motherfucker right about now so Here's the singles they had on this, you know, like I said, Ego Trippin', Traveling at the Speed of Thought. They have a music video for it. The music video has a different beat. There's actually four different versions of uh, Traveling at the Speed of Thought, and we'll talk about it when we get to that song. They had Funky, they had Watch Me Now in 88, Ease Back, 1988, Give the Drummer Some, 1989. Those are your singles, okay? And here's the thing, this album is a cult classic, all right? And whether it's production that pushed the boundaries, you know, the rapping, the intergalactic space type shit, Ultramagnetic gets props from everyone, even all the way up to to nowadays. You've heard Eminem say I'm kooky as cool Keith. You know, that's that's the respect that Ultramagnetic and cool Keith and said G get within the industry. Later, you heard... TR Love and Mo Love did their own production. They produced a song on King T's album from 95 when I did a review of that. Ultra Magnetic, man. You may not know of them, but goddamn, one of the dopest groups to ever hit hip-hop. Anyway, let's get into it. Number one is a song called Watch Me Now. So, one thing I'm going to say about this album is it fucking bangs, okay? Every song... You might blow your fucking speakers with this shit, okay? Because the bass just rolls. And not like old school. I mean, it hits, okay? And now here's the thing. The bass lines don't necessarily 
change very much. That's kind of like a doom, boom, 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 like on each song. But because of the different samples they use, and they use so many samples, I'll go through some samples, but some songs use like seven samples. And some of them might just be like a, huh, you know, from James Brown, or it might be just a quick little, you know, synth from something else. And so I'll go over some of the main ones, but I'm not going to dive like super deep into every single uh, sample that they use, because honestly, you won't really be able to catch most of them anyway. But the main sample on this is It's Just Begun um, from the Jimmy Castro Bunch as well as uh, Synthetic Substitution from Melvin Bliss. Obviously, Melvin Bliss has been sampled many, many, many times and also has Amen Brother from the Winstons. So that's your three main on this. Now, you talk about starting an album off hype. This beat just fucking comes in, punches you in the face. A get-go, wow, you know, just the screaming and then watch me now. And they love to always introduce themselves like, you know, you'll hear Seji like, yo, Keith, why everybody got to watch you? Well, I'm the ultimate, the rhyme imperial. I'm better, but some don't believe me, though. But I'm a pro on hot material on your Walkman. Boxing any stereo. Uno, dos, not cuatro. Now, here's the thing. I know every fucking word to every song on this album. I didn't even have to research this shit that much because that's how big of an ultra fan I am. I've probably listened to this album more than any other album that I own CD, anything doesn't matter. I listen to this shit every year so many times. It's, again, critical fucking beatdown. But Watch Me Now comes in, it's fast, it's hitting hard, and it just starts the album off. You know, Keith goes first, and then Sed goes after that. And again, you'll hear him say their shit like, um, you know, like, a, you know you are a soft punk, you're a duck, you know? And... Oh, it's it's just amazing. And again, said G is some of his best rapping. Like I said, he changes his flow up on on the Four Horsemen album, not really for the better. Even though I'm such a fan, I still like it. Some people are like, dude, does this guy even know how to rap? And I got to refer back to Critical Beatdown to be like, yes, 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 he does. And, um, you know, the funny thing about this album, I uh, read some of the linear notes on uh, the re- the reissued album that I bought back in the day, and uh, it's funny because even Keith said in that and has stated before that basically they almost freestyled most of this shit because they were pretty much high as hell most of the time. So Keith was diving into this mescaline which is like a plant that you can eat and gets you just fucked up so half the time Keith says he was just completely in another stratosphere just rhyming and you can tell you know this shit that he's saying and remember if a lot of people know cool Keith from Dr. Octagon that's when he got really big right but you can hear the seeds of a Dr. Octagon, a Dr. Doom in these early ultramagnetic songs. You know, you can hear it. They're there. That's because he's out of his fucking mind, uh, but in the most genius way possible. Anyway, watch me now. You started off, like I said, fantastic beginning to the song. 
Look, I'm not going to lie. You're not going to hear me have too many low parts on this album. I am going to be biased as hell. And if you know, if you don't like this album, and uh, you know, fuck you. <laughs> no, no, seriously, I get it. If you if it's not your cup of tea, everyone's different. But I am going to be biased because I just think this is one of the greatest hip hop albums ever created. I mean, I can't imagine what it was like in '88. You know, a lot of those hip hop artists in '88 were pushing the boundaries. And then here these guys come with like completely out of left field with like, oh, here's Critical Beatdown. We don't sound anything else like anyone. Uh, and it's beautiful. Absolute, absolutely beautiful. So let's play that clip. Number one, Watch Me Now, off the album, Critical Beatdown from the Ultra Magnetic MCs. Let's play that. I'm continuing. Back and forth, your brain spins facing north and south and west, not east at an angle. But my dango, where's the kango? It seems weird, your head is triangle. Like a mango, something I snack on. A soft up, something I smack on. Every day, when I come outside, you step back, stay inside your house. While you look out the window, your girl screams, where cool keep go? Walking. And we are back, you hear the speed, you hear the shit coming in, god damn. Now, look, I would love to just play all of Cool Keith's verse, but this is a group, and it is Said G, so there are going to be some songs that I play Said's verse, but honestly, Cool Keith is always going to outduel him. It's just it's just the way it is. Cool Keith is one of the top MCs. If he really wanted to go in the direction of, like, the Cool Gs, the Rock Hems, the Karis Ones, he, would, he is right up there with all of them. But Cool Keith doesn't play by the rules of any industry or anything, and he does his own thing. That's why he sits at the top of a whole different mountain by himself. But listen, when it comes to feeling yourself, nobody has more confidence than fucking Cool Keith. He refers to himself as the greatest MC of all time, the best MC in the whole world, Cool Keith, all right? He he does not fuck around. He lets you know. You know, I've heard skits of them doing shows where he goes, how many Ultra fans are in here? You know what that means? You can't listen to any other records. You know, (laughs) you ask him what his favorite albums of all time is, he's going to name off his albums. Who is the best rappers of all time? He'll name himself and then his alternate personalities. That's, That's cool, Keith. But that's what I love about the dude. He's fucking just... He is, yeah, it's, it's the Keith, man. It's the K-O-O-L. Uh, anyway, let's get into number two, a song called Ease Back. Holy shit, guys. This, okay, you come in with Watch Me Now, and then you hit this fucking track, okay? First off, we're sampling the little old moneymaker from the meters. That's uh, the main sample, which is funny. It's a very organ-type sounding beat. And then they're also sampling Puzzles from Passport and then also sampling Terminator X on the Edge of Panic from Public Enemy. It's the same sample, that tea kettle uh, kind of sound, that uh, they have on Rebel Without a Pause as well as Terminator X on the Edge of Panic. Here's the thing. If you're going to sample Public Enemy, the same year Public Enemy is dropping an album using that same sound, right? I mean, you'd have to be stupid. Nothing was harder than Public Enemy in 88 other than maybe Ice-T and N.W.A. But listen, said G and Paul C took that shit 
and they made one of the hardest Ross fucking songs. I don't know. I think this song is even harder than Terminator X on the Edge of Panic. And that's you got to try hard to be harder than Public Enemy. Uh, this beat, the bass comes in, and it is some of the best rapping I have heard from Cool Keith and Said G. I mean, this just letting you know, Keith has got a line on here, sampled from Nas. I, I mean, Nas sampled him and his album, it was, written, or it was written, the line where he goes, I want it like that, I bought it like that, I'm living like that for you whack MCs. I mean, it's what the beat and the way that tea kettle sounds coming in, and, you know, Keith comes in, well, I'm back back to tack to smack and just going and then even said rips the shit i mean he it's dude this is one of the best songs on this album and it is so hard man this fucking beat and these rhymes are so hard is just dude I, I don't know what else to say about Ease Back. And this is number two. You can't help but get hype. And then when the beat breaks down for the hook with that main uh, sample uh, from the meters, and then you hear the guys like, Ease Back. Dun, 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 dun. Ease Back. And then it's scratching from Mo Love. Let's just get it out of the way right now, too. Mo Love is also an amazing DJ. Turntablism at its finest right there. He also manipulated scratches. I mean, this group is that innovative. From their DJ to Said G's producing with Paul C to Cool Keith and Said G's lyrics. You know, TR Love didn't really find his niche in the group till later albums, but he still helped out. He was always a good hype man at live shows. They put on amazing live shows back in the day. But, bro, he's back. Um, this is, you know, Said G comes in like, what's up? It's me again. It said G with the funky blender. I mean, just coming in, and that bass is just fucking pounding on this one. Uh, it's, dude, ease back. You know, you step to the ultra magnetic MCs, you better ease back. One thing about Ultra 2, they don't hesitate to diss anybody. Cool Keith is dissing motherfuckers, but he does it in such a subliminal type of way that you got to listen to it more and more times to kind of figure out what the fuck he's talking about. You know what I mean? Anyway, no, without further ado, let's play that clip. Number two, Ease Back from the Ultra Magnetic MCs off the monster album Critical Beatdown. Hit it! I bought a Saab in 1990, turbo shining, fog lights in the front. I bought myself no seats for a stunt, because I want it like that. I got it like that. I have it like that. I need it like that. It's better like that. I made it like that. I bought it like that. I'm living like that. For you whack MCs who go on the mic and blow on the mic and perpetrate frauds and making mistakes like an amateur, but I'm a 20-year veteran and better than, including the rest of them. I chew more- and we are back. God damn, that that song's so fucking dope. Uh, again, I'm going to be excited about every song on this album because it's just, it's so fucking amazing. Anyway, let's get into number three, which is the song Ego Trippin' MC's Ultra Remix. Like I said, this is a re-recorded, uh, they re-recorded their vocals, only two verses, Keith has one, Seth has one. The original 12-inch from, uh, 86 has two extra verses from Seth. Or one more, you know, basically there are two verses you'll hear on here. And then they have two, uh, an extra verse each 
between them on the original, as well as my favorite part on the song, So, which is a Mo Love breakdown. So they start the song off going back and forth, you know, basically Seth and Keith, which they do this quite often. They did it on Ease Back, too, I forgot to mention, you know. Uh, they'll start off with just a quick little thing of them going back and forth, finishing each other's words. And, um, they, you know, it started right here with, with Ego Trippin'. Um, and I forgot to mention that, yes, they do that on Ease Back, too. Um, anyway, and then when they're done doing their little thing, it they, they have this intro when Keith is about to rap. All of a sudden, it's like, cool, Keith. And uh, it's the same thing they did on Ease Back. They do it also on Ego Trippin', where they announce, here comes Cool Keith. And Keith starts it off real, literally by being like, they use the same back and forth, the same mold rhythm that a baby can pick up and join right with him, but their rhymes are pathetic. They think they cope aesthetic. Uh, a lot of people say this was kind of him taking shots at older hip-hop, like specifically Run DMC, because, you know, they're Peter... Pick the pepper, but run rock rhymes, you know, kind of like these nursery rhyme type things. So once again, subliminally taking shots without saying the name. And um, it's the same thing when said G comes in, you know, it's like said G and then he starts rapping again. Keith is always going to take the cake when it comes to the verses, but don't sleep on said G. Don't sleep on him because his lyrics are out of their mind as well. Right. It's it's just, dude, I mean, ultra. What what more can you say? It's ultra, baby. And uh, that's the hook on here is ultra magnetic, magnetic MC, ultra magnetic, magnetic MCs. And again, this is only the two verses. And you, can, I don't like the re-recorded of it. Again, I grew up with the 12-inch version because that's what was on the reissued. So there's a part in that one where it's Mo Love's time, and it goes, Mo Love, and then he, the beat just breaks down, and he's scratching the shit. It's my favorite part of the song, honestly. It's not on the 88 release, unfortunately. It's just this MC Ultra remix, but again, they had so many songs, they had to pick which one do we put on. Okay, let's re-record it, because that was recorded, you know, two, almost three years ago at this point, right? Um so, you know, once again, uh, we're sampling Synthetic Substitution, Melvin Bliss, you know, The Boss, James Brown. Um, this is some pan and chopping shit for sure. And again, this song came out in 86, all right? We just did an album review of Houdini from 86, okay? Now, when I play this clip, you're going to be like, God damn, okay, that is light years ahead of Houdini. No disrespect to Houdini, all right? But, you know, we heard how they were rapping like, well, here I am, and it's here to say, you know. And then you got Keith and Sed coming in talking about, you know, shit. The one thing I like about Sed G and Keith is sometimes they'll have a verse where nothing rhymes and nothing really makes sense, but you don't even notice it because they make it sound so believable and so good that you're like, I, I don't even know what he was just, I think he just threw some words together and somehow it happened to work out. I don't know. It's the fucking craziest shit, honestly. And, you know, you'll hear said G rhyme like smoke, dope, and choke, you know, really fast on something, on some songs. And, you know, Keith talking about beating someone with a bat and pulling their brain out the back. And like, dude, this shit's, you know, uh, it's insane. Anyway, 
Let's play that clip from number three, Ego Trippin', the MC Ultra remix, off the album Critical Beatdown from the Ultra Magnetic MCs, 1988, played at. Party people's in the place to be, just for you, it's the Ultra Magnetic MC. And we are back. Just imagine in 86 hearing a line like this, you know, by the flame of the lyric which cooks the human brain, providing overheating knowledge by means causing pain. Like a migraine headache, your cells start to melt while the technique spins the waxes on the felt. Okay, then you guys said, gee, just saying some shit like, you know, igniting causing friction with nuclear alarm separates competing biters from me the scientist as i execute lyrics known as predators while by stripping high proteins by making penicillin like what the fuck you know like who the hell was rapping about shit like that in 86 you know that's insane. By the way, that was off of Ego Trip. And I just had to state that after I was listening to it again. I was like, Jesus Christ. These guys are on some shit. And they on one, man. They they came out and they even said, you know, in interviews, like, look, we were just, we were trying to let everyone know, you know, Ultra Magnetic is here. Here comes the Silk Master said G. Here comes the, the greatest MC of all time, the Wizard Cool Keith, you know. And, of course, DJ Mo Love. Anyway, speaking of a DJ Mo Love, that breaks in to number four, which is a song titled Mo Love's Theme, right? So, again, the long version of Ego Trippin' uh, breaks into it, but what what I do like about this album, the 88 version is the way that it goes into Mo Love's theme. So usually after the two rapped, it would go, Mo Love, and then he'd break down, start scratching. Well, instead, it goes right into the song, and this song starts by using that same Mo Love, and then breaks into the song. And so right, usually when it would do that, it goes into this song now. If any of that makes sense, instead of having the full-length song, it goes right into Mo Love's theme. And... Once again, what have I said? How many times have I told you? You got to have a song about your DJ. You got to give it up to the DJ. That's just what you did back in the day because without the man on the wheels of steel, you didn't really have shit back in the day, okay? So this song is just Keith rapping, and it's him just letting you know Mo Love is on the mix tonight. Mo Love, you know? And swiftly slicing, cuts a nice and smooth like rice and beans. Another cut rises, most surprises, more than one, two, three, four, five, a jam-packed crowd of biters and writers. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. Sampling Pussyfooter by Jackie Robinson, Give It To You by Up, and of course Shangri-La by La Prignuta. Anyway, this is the same sample that Eric B. and Rakim used on Just A Beat. Um, but again, it, it it's... it's uh, on that it's just the beat on this one cool keith is just destroying this song and it's all for mo love and you know again you got to give it up to your dj that's just what you did mo love had it going on 
Uh, one of the dopest beats on here, too. And I, I know I'm going to probably say that about a lot of songs, but, um, you know, what more can I say? Mo loves theme. So let's play that clip from Critical Beatdown, the song Mo loves theme from Ultra Magnetic MCs. Hit it. Well, I'm first to rock. Mo loves the disc jock. By my side and with the mix, clock scratches, matches, all cuts combined. The faster master, more quicker than the grand. Keep his hand going back and forth, north with the fader. All right, and that was Mo Love's theme, and that brings us into number five, a goddamn monster track called Cool Keith House and Things. So, you want to hear Cool Keith getting ridiculous and just absolutely slaughtering the microphone? Here you go. This is it. This is what's going to showcase why Cool Keith is one of the best MCs to ever bless the microphone. And this is a prime example of why. In 88, you had a song called Cool, cool Keith House and Things. This beat is nuts, all right? The bass is hitting hard. And Cool Keith just goes on a fucking rampage on this song, all right? So we sample in Cold Sweat from James Brown, give up the food for the funk the JBs, and Ride Sally Ride from Dennis Coffey. Those are your main ones, okay? Like I said, there's a lot of them, but that's your main ones right there. Um, you know, it starts off this... Well, I'm sonically, high bionically. For you dummies, ironically stupid. What are you, Cupid? To steal my rhymes, and then you looped it. And I mean, he just starts going. One of my favorite lines in this, he goes... I'm going to rip your brain off, throw it down so the blood can drain off my hand while I wave to a fan. I, 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 dude, I'm cool Keith Cole house and things. And then it's sampling, scratching from Mo Love. Cool Keith. Cool Keith. You know, I, yeah, you get where I'm going with this. Uh, this is early parts of Cool Keith that people love so much about him. Uh, you know, I mean, this dude's been on his game top game since 80 fucking six i mean seriously and it, he elevated it even more in 88 and this song showcases his skills his talent you know i'm back to continue my verses i'm never screaming loud with any curses bruffling that a child can learn you know i dude i just i take rappers and start to burn what do you do with the grass wrapper cut them with a lawnmower twice into golden wheat grind the minerals to mold and uh, it's just dude the shit that this dude is saying uh, on this on this shit it's like fish it ain't my favorite dish i grab a coke mc a pepsi i sip up watch while i stun and amaze you kick out rhymes that truly will daze you i'm your boss the one that pays you nine to five all ducks are hired you know dude it's just it's this song man cool keith housing things let's play that clip number five off the album, critical beatdown from the mighty ultra magnetic MCs. Hey, yo, Keith, take it away. Well, I'm sonically high bionically for you dummies. Ironically stupid. What are you, Cupid? This still my rhymes, and then you loop it. Wrong. Back this way. Follow me now. Head this way and do this while I rap on through this. For many germs who never knew the switches. Upside down. Turn around. Look in the mirror. We rap catches, making a- and we are back. Man, 
cool Keith called House and Things. Look, I can't, again, I love this fucking album so much, guys. I just, and that song right there, I, I still distinctly remember being a kid getting to that song. I was already blown away. I really loved Mo Love's theme. I was really blown away from Ease Back. And then we hit that one. And I just remember having my headphones on, listening to my CD player, and just being in awe of this dude just rapping. I had just never heard anything quite like it. And trying to follow and hear the shit he's talking about, it was just... And again, the samples and the way they pan and chop this shit, it was something that I... I, It's a feeling that I can't really convey of how I felt. I was already deep within old school hip hop. I had been listening for years. I was probably a sophomore in high school when I bought this. So I had already been listening to a lot of older hip hop for probably about, you know, five, six years plus. Uh, This was unlike anything I had ever heard in my life. And I used to just sit there and zone out and just listen in my living room or in my room at night, during the day, whatever, and I would just be mesmerized. My my main buddy, Professor Ace, he was the same way. He's like, dude, I've never heard anything like this. And Cool Keith Howes and Things was uh, one of those songs. Anyway, let's get into number six, Traveling at the Speed of Thought. So this is the remix. They have a video for this. So the music video has a completely different beat, right? Uh, this song on here is remixed. It's completely different from the music video. It's also completely different from the 87 single they released. The 87 single, ironically, sounds very much like Run DMC and the Beastie Boys. They're still sampling Louie Louie, the main, you know, guitar riff, the main sample, even in the 87 one, but they're basically just yelling really loud, like kind of like Run DMCs and like, it's like that and stuff, you know, and it's hard in its own right. Uh, the remix is definitely lyrically much better, beat-wise, uh, much better, much more crisper. They actually have lyrics. And, I mean, Keith is getting absolutely nuts on this one, too. You know, Traveling on the Speed of Thought even tra- talks about, I'm traveling to Bellevue, which was a psych uh, ward. You know, and he's, uh, you know, biting mouse, scratching, you know. he's. I mean, the dude's just talking shit, getting germs biting mouse, this, that, whatever. I mean, and this is that early Dr. Octagon shit where he's just talking some nonsense shit. And said G does the kind of the same thing, but not quite to the extent of, of cool Keith, you know, cause cool Keith is just, you know, he's fucking cool Keith. What, uh, what can you do? Uh, I will say, so like I said, we got three different versions. You also have a fourth different version because there ended up being a hip house or a hip house. Remember how I said back in the late '80s they really liked to remix things with house music, right? So um, that's exactly what they did. So there's actually four versions of this, but this is the remix version just for the album, the '88 album. Uh, also on the 2004 reissue, they had the the house mix. They never put the '87 version on wax or at least on an album and they never put the video version but i've said before how much they um like to have a different version for the music video for some reason the music video is very funny like i said they like to diss right so cool keith has always had something against um cool mo d ever since cool mo d released his rap report card you'll hear him 
on this whole album. Uh, we're not on the whole, not on every song, but talk about that. Like, and we'll get to the song that he really talks about it on. But on this video, it shows a rapper doing a sign, and it says uh, "Cool Mo Whack," right? And then the next MC they'll show is uh, "Slick Wick Whack." You know, that's a diss to Slick Rick, and then "LL Cool Whack." He's also always, especially on the next album, he disses LL Cool J and Cool Mo D a lot. And again, these guys went to the went against the grain. They were never your quote unquote, uh, you know, rappers rapper. They were like, look, we don't give a fuck. That shit you're kicking is whack. They always thought LL Cool J was simple and whack. They always had something against Cool Mo D, you know. And uh, the video is just kind of funny. Um, in that regard. Anyway, the sample's good. If I was to pick a song that I liked the least amount, it was always this one. This one had to grow on me for after a while. I used to always skip it. But then after I started listening to it kind of later in my years and how crazy um, that the, the lyrics were, I finally got to really enjoy the song, I guess you would say. Um and so it, it took me a little bit, but, and it's pretty quick. Like I said, there's only two verses. Cool Keith goes first, and then said G obviously goes second, which is usually what happens. But like I said, you know, this dude literally goes, Cool Keith comes in like, I go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, as I take your mind off to a new track. And tame dogs how to act or tame ducks how to act. Respect me when I whip your brain, skip your brain, and dip your brain in lotion while I deck your skull. I'm like a bird when I'm pecking your skull till it hurts, swells, puffs, bleed, blood, hack. You know, like this shit's just it, that's the shit that he's talking about. And the one line I kept trying to say, traveling hard, ill, off, another lunatic, smacking germs, eating bugs, biting mouse. Roaches wonder why I'm traveling onto Bellevue because I'm sick traveling hard at the speed of thought, you know, and uh, it's just it. Yeah, dude, it's it's nuts. Uh, anyway, there was two other verses on the other remix. I don't know. There's again, there's four versions of the song. I'm sorry. The 88 version just has two verses. OK, there are longer versions of the song with extra verses, but we're not doing that right now. Right. So anyway, let's play that clip. From Critical Beatdown, the song is Traveling at the Speed of Thought, 1988, Ultra Magnetic MCs. You'll play that. Come on back to see your freak, a new remix with the sounds I like, and I can't miss rocking the beats and course on time with the way I say, and I freak rhymes rough and hardcore. I want an encore. I'm said, G, I'm in an uproar, taking breaks, snatching, giving x rays, reading cells, or should I say, hey, it's hey, nothing. Hey, I'm simply rushing into your skull and merely crushing cells. And that brings us into our next song, number seven, a song called Feeling It. This is one of the best freestyle beats you could ever have. I'm telling you right now, if you're a freestyler and you don't mind going over old school beats, go to YouTube, look up the instrumental, rip that shit up correct. You know what I'm saying? Feeling it. The beat, this one's not fast. Of course, the bass is always hitting hard. But I love the samples on here, like, you've got to feel it, you know, and it's said G talking to Keith at the beginning, like, hey, yo, Keith, why, why don't you take it away, you know, why, why don't you feel, yo, tell him, tell him what's going on. Now, here's a funky beat, my rama's updated for soft ducks, 
I played it once. I got, you know, d- d- just starting off like that. And the way the beat breaks down and everything, like, the one of the best samples, it's got the horn loop in there, like, dun, 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 dun. you've got to feel it. Uh, I, I don't know if you can, I don't know if you can quite tell, but I absolutely love this song. Again, I know I've said it a lot of songs, but feeling it, dude, this fucking beat again. This was one of those when I was a kid listening to both of them, you know, when said G comes in, you know, it's TR love like, yo, said, what you going to do? And he goes, oh, I suppose I might as well kick it, you know, and then be out. You ready? Let's go. Hello. I'm back again. It's said G a champion. One thing I like about this album is how sometimes in the middle of a song, they'll just stop and be like, hello, or they introduce themselves, like Keith does it on Critical Beat Down the Song, where he goes, hello, how are you doing? And said comes in on this one, like, hello, I'm back again. It said, G, a champion. You know, same thing he did on uh, Ease Back, you know, what's up? It's me again. I'm said, G, with a funky blend. You know, just, it, it, I just, for some reason... This is the one song where I will say that I think said G is right on par with Cool Keith, right? I do. I really like said G's verse on this one. Uh, I just think it's dope as hell, honestly. The beat is so good, and the rhymes are, of course, good. Like I said, you're not going to get a lot of deep content here, but I don't need that. I just want to have my mind blown by some extreme lyricism that makes you be like, hold on, I got to dissect this. What the fuck are they talking about? You get their lingo down. I had to listen to this album so many times to understand that they're dissing somebody when they're calling them a germ or they're calling them, you know, a duck or this and that or whatever, a soft punk, you know. And there's not many curses on this song or on this album, honestly. Like, the whole thing is hard as shit. And that's hard for a lot of MCs to do nowadays is to have a hard album and not really curse, you know, they're literally, you know, like I said, Cookie said, I'm gonna rip your brain off and throw it down so the blood can drain off. It's like a crazy, like horror film when it comes to the ultra magnetic and very science fiction and very just, you know, ego driven. And it's just amazing. Anyway, feeling it. I mean, it's a perfect fucking song, especially for the middle of the track, middle of the pack, feeling that shit. Um, a lot laid back, a lot more laid back than, uh, you know, watch me now or anything like that. But, uh, it's just such a good sample, such a good fucking song. And yeah, I mean, what more can you say? I will say they are, uh, sampling cold sweat from Mongo Santa Maria, as well as uphill peace of mind from kid dynamite. And of course, ride Sally ride from Dennis coffee. So the main one is the cold sweat um you know the horn sample everything about this fucking beat is just so good and i love even when it's uh done you know because i'm feeling it and it's just them talking you know like you know we're gonna be out of here you know piece of the four three mission posse kev cool keith's brother kevy kev you know yo calvin what's up jungle brothers violators we out of here and that is feeling it baby so let's play that clip number seven Feeling it from the ultra magnetic MCs off the album Critical Beatdown. You know what we gonna do? Let's go. Hello, I'm back again. It's that G, the champion. I found you with them over all topics. 
I'm the chief, the general prophet, topping all the ducks who are delirious about rhyming. I'm more serious like this. With twists, changes. I took time and rearranged this style like how versatile. You ask me now, wow, I'm like changing child. The movie you've seen on TV. I'll be humorous. And we are back. Like I said. I love this group so much that I am going in a lot of detail. This is probably going to be a long episode. I don't give a fuck because this is such a power-packed episode. It's ultra-magnetic, and I'm going to take my time to explain how dope they are because I don't think they get enough love. Anyway, let's get into the next song. Number eight, a song called One Minute Less. This is Sed G's solo right here. So Keith already had two. He had Cool Keith Housing Thangs and Mo Love's Theme. Um, this is finally said's time. So it's called a minute less, but it's actually a minute 58. Um, but it even starts like, yo, said, what are we going to do? And he goes, so I'm going to kick a little verse and then we'll be out of here. Come back next winter or something. Yeah, all right. Cool. A minute less to give you another rhyme. Doping it to keep you all on time. Kicking it with much rhythm and pace. I mean, dude, I, I love this. I've one of the... It's a very slow beat because said G is kind of a slower rhymer, even though he goes over fast beats just fine. Uh, I always used to freestyle over this song for some reason. I thought it was ill coming after feeling it. One minute less, said G's time to shine. I've always been, a, uh, I've always championed said G because, uh, you know, he's, I mean, when you're going up and your partner in rhyme is Cool Keith, it's really hard to keep up. Other duos, in rap history you know kid was obviously a better rapper than play but it wasn't like the gap was that big you know outcast people say andre 3000 over big boy i think it's much closer than i think they're equal you know eric sermon and and parish smith you know pretty well equal eric sermon edging it a little bit even a tribe called quest q-tips obviously the main guy but fife holds his own uh i don't think said gets enough love uh, when it comes to Ultra Magnetic, but that's because Cool Keith is just that much better than a lot of MCs. So to give him his time to shine, you know, it's 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 great. And that's pretty much one minute less. So let's play that clip from number eight, one minute less from the Ultra Magnetic MCs said G off the album Critical Beatdown. Hit it! A minute less to give you another rhyme. Doping it to keep you all on time. Kicking it with much rhythm and pace. To set my tone, follow the bass quickly. Of the rappers are annihilated, designated, eradicated, suffocated. Like a cake that sets the bake. I'll take mold and shape, straight. Like a butcher, I'm carving. Your brain's starving. I'm steady starring. I'm at the garden. And we are back. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to lead us into number nine. A power pack song called Ain't It Good To You. Look. I know Watch Me Now was pretty fast, right? Mo Love's theme to a degree, uh, you know, traveling at the speed of thought, but they've all been pretty, like, you know, feeling it's pretty laid back, one minute less. Uh, ego tripping, ease back is pretty laid back. We crank this motherfucker up to 107 beats per minute on this one. This beat is fast. It's in your face. It's one of the best sampling. I think, I mean, again, you talk about a song when I was like, my mind was blown. I just had never heard some of these samples before. And this was one of those songs that I would just put on repeat, 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 because it's so amazing. We're sampling Jump Street from Manziel, Escapism from James Brown, Son of Scorpio from Dennis Coffey. 
but it's rearranged in such a ridiculous way. I it's it, I don't know. It's so crazy, and it just starts off like real quick, like and then Keith comes in. I'm like Cato, my rhymes a green hornet. You know you want it. Rappers get up on it. I flaunt it throughout the metropolitan. The world's my area. Dance interior, fresh interior, decorated. I paint a wall with rhymes that go and flow and show all the biters. So you know, just I mean, it comes in just like that. You know, when Sed comes in. Um, he does the same thing. He's rapping over this this shit, uh, you know, prophet in a Bible. You want to try me? Then I'm liable to go and show and flow. But don't you know the Aga Allen Poe could not write like this? Mysteries with a twist, as I insist, to uplet the metaphor, to slice, dice, and bice and make your brain soft for you and him. I kill a rapper and then begin to roast and toast him. I mean, like, just coming in like that said is ripping this motherfucker up. But here's the thing. Cool Key's third verse is untouchable on this fucking song. I mean, this man comes in, and I'm going to play that clip, but once again, my rhyme blows up enemies. Whack MCs across the nation on rotation. You get the hype of the station promotion. I put your brain in slow motion like lotion and let it float in the ocean. Then I drown it. Your brain begins to bubble. I bring trouble. Hang with Barney Rubble in bedrock and watch another head rock. I mean, just rolling in. But he's got one of the swiftest lines at the end. Cool Keith in a spaceship rising, not following, texting, rhyme injection, rhythm for protection, brain selection, has protection. My, I mean, and I just skipped a couple lines because it's, dude, he is just flowing on this shit. And this is where we take a little subliminal shot right here. So Keith has always stated before that him and Rakim and sometimes Big Daddy Kane we're all taking these little subliminal shots at each other. We already knew Rakim and Big Daddy Kane were doing it. Well, Keith was like, I want to jump in. So obviously on the song Follow the Leader, Rakim has a line where he says, uh, I spray into the Milky Way, uh, world's out of sight, you know, um, talks about the, the way planets are small, they're balls of clay, all right? I spray into the Milky Way, world's out of sight, and try it not even a satellite, right? Well, Cool Keith has a line on here where he says, I see your balls of clay with X-Vision. I'm a scientist. Your satellites are weak. They get dimmer every time I speak. That's a direct subliminal shot at Rakim. I see your balls of clay with X-Vision. I'm a scientist. Your satellites are weak. They get dimmer every time I speak. I mean, he wasn't afraid to go at the the, the top MCs. He was like, oh, fuck, fuck you and your balls of clay. Uh, and your satellite, it gets dimmy every time I speak, because I'm Cool Keith, the general speaker, okay? Get it right. Dude, ain't it good to you? Such a fucking amazing song. Both of them do amazing. Obviously, Keith goes first, set in the middle, and then Keith's last verse is just untouchable. It's just absolutely untouchable. So, without further ado, let's play that clip from... Critical Beatdown, number nine, Ain't It Good To You from the Ultra Magnetic MCs. Play that. I see your balls and clay with exhibition. I'm a scientist. Your satellites are weak. They get dimmer every time I speak. On my gyroscope, you hope to see the style that cold aesthetically bugs you out on the mic. Cool keeping a spaceship rising, not following, flexing, muscle flexing, lyrics for connection, rhyme injection, rhythm perfection, brain selection, hash protection, my reflection shines. Triple times your eye, invisible. I get by your brain. Not any good to you. And we are back. And that leads us into our next track. And the next track is the Funky Remix. Okay, so obviously they had released the song Funky in 87. This is the remix. So 
Fun fact about the original Funky is it was they sampled Woman to Woman from Joe Cocker, okay? So if you're wondering what that is, you've heard California Love before, right? Well, Ultramagnetic was the first to use that sample, okay? And they used it for Funky um, back in their 87 single. This is the remix. So this one is a lot, like the original one is very funky, very smooth. They really use that sample. Different lyrics too. Um, but this one is way fucking harder. It starts off, you hear it use the sample, dun, 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 and then it breaks down and just goes into this whole crazy ass beat sampling, let a woman be a woman, let a man be a man from Dyke and the Blazers and of course Fatback from the Fatback band. Uh, this beat is hard as shit, okay? The bass is nuts on it, just like every song, but extra nuts on this one. And these two are on a whole nother fucking level on this one, too. I think they're trying to be as weird as they possibly can on this song. So the original Funky is not that weird, you know? It's even Cool Keith like, Sam is on trombone. He's coming hard, back-to-back, numb, get with it. And on this one, though, you know, said G's coming in like, I'm like a rhyme missile, cold blowing your ass up. You know, it's one of the only times they swear. Um, and Cool Keys uh, rapping about aluminum and this and stringing words together. I do like the original Funky better, I will say. But that doesn't mean that the Funky remix isn't. I, I like the smooth one better, but this one's just about as rough as like a fucking just raggedy rusty knife well, that's how fucking rough this beat is right and again it's 88 they remixed a lot of songs or re-recorded because again some of those songs were old so that's just one what they wanted to do to kind of update it i have no problem with it again the one i the album i grew up with had both funkies on it so i never knew what it was like in 88 to not have that one and obviously, it's a lot easier to find them now because it's on streaming platforms and whatnot. But back in the day, you had to go find that 12-inch single. I got lucky enough to buy the reissued version that had both Funkies on it, the remix and the original. Nonetheless, uh, it's it, it's a fucking hard-hitting song. And their lyrics, they must have been... I mean, Cool Keith must have been really, really, really high on this one because he's just out there. Um, not quite as bad as traveling at the speed of thought, but it's, it's in that realm, right? Uh, anyway, let's play that clip, uh, funky remix from the album Critical Beatdown from the Ultra Magnetic MCs, 1988. Hit it! I tell a crowd of rappers, I need a whole stadium, the King Dome, an arena or palladium, step off. While I walk on stage with a rhyme missile, cold blowing your ass up. For better safety, leave your mask up. Musically, I'm like lying your face. I drown meters with tons of bass. You can't take it. The funky, I make it. With brick walls, you can't break it. Toy boy, your beats annoy. I'll be a Jetson, smooth like Elroy. Blastor. And we are back, and that leads us into number 11, a song called Give the Drummer Some. So this is some of Paul C's best work, right? I said that Paul C contributed on pretty much every song, um, as the members have stated, and him and said pretty much made most of the beats. This is the only song that's actually credited to him. Um, and he did this, uh, okay. First off there's sampling. There was a time 
by D-Face Trio, okay? As well as Funky Drummer from James Brown. This is that song that Pete Rock is still stumped on how they even made it, what they even did, you know? So they're sampling the drums from the D-Fleece Trio, right? You can go listen to There Was a Time and you can't tell. You can't tell that it's the drum because, again, it's not a loop. They took that shit, broke it down to the snare and the kick and etc., and then manually played that shit through using the snare, but in a whole different, like, rhythm, basically, to create this fucking masterpiece of a song that is one of the top songs on this whole fucking album. Um, And, again, you talk about both of them are on their shit on this one. Cool Keith has a line that still is an amazing line today. Maybe it may not be uh, aged well, but it was sampled from The Prodigy, which is like kind of, uh, I guess you would say rave music. Cool Keith has a line where he says, change my pitch up, smack my bitch up like a pimp. And the beat is real smooth, real just kind of, but the funky drummer's getting drummer. And they go, now give the drummer some. And the drum breaks down. It's like, give the drummer some. Uh, give the drummer some of that funky music. And you know, said comes in. Well, uh, well, it's said the rhyming force Delta. I'm dope, but yeah, you know, you're best to take shelter because yes, I will melt uh, anyone who we who we try to felt uh, emotion or think that they can get with me. I'll cut you up because you are my enemy. I mean, again, they both Keith obviously takes the cake on this one, um, and he also has his uh, two two verses. And there's a lot of songs on here that are like that where. Keith goes first, Sed goes in the middle, kind of like Ain't It Good to You, um, and, you know, and Critical Beatdown and other songs, you know, even Break North. Uh, Give the Drummer Some is no different because Keith even comes in at the end like, some rappers are hating us, some are rating us. There's that shot at Cool Modi right there. Again, some rappers are hating us, some are rating us, some are talking, some debating us critically, but physically, my mind is self-taught like a rap pro designed this. Like basically saying, hey, Modi, I don't give a fuck if you, what you rated us. Uh, I'm better than you. I'm going to take shots at you. Your style's old. Motherfuck you without saying any of that shit. And those are those lines um, that he shots. I did forget to say even on Funky, uh, I forgot to say that line he says, I like to battle myself, compete against myself, score myself on his whack-ass chart. How can a fool say that he's on the top, you know? Uh, And like basically saying, you did your own report card. You said you're on the top. You don't know shit about me. And you know what? I battle myself. I compete against myself. I'll score myself on your whack-ass chart. How can a fool say he's number on the top, you know? So I did forget to say on Funky, took a shot at him. This one, some rappers are hating us, some are rating us. Uh, same thing. And Keith takes the cake on this one, obviously. There's no doubt about it. Um, but because I want to keep it equal and play the same amount of uh, of uh, lyrics, you know, I, I think I'll probably play. Um, well, we'll see. Maybe I'll play Keith because Keith's verses on here are so dope. I'll probably play Keith. I'll find another one for said. Anyway, fuck it. Enough of that babbling. Let's play that clip. Give the drum a sum from the Ultra Magnetic MCs off the album, Critical Beatdown. Play that shit. I'm ready, and now it's my turn to build, uplift, get swift, then drift off, and do my own thing, switch up. 
Change my pitch up, smack my bitch up like a pimp. For any rapper who attempt to wear troops and step on my path, I'm willing as an A1 general, rhyme enforcer, 235 on a rhyme test. Whatever group of vests and line, I put them all behind. Play MC Ultra as a. And we are back. That leads us into number 12, a song called Break North. Look, again, we're at the hour mark. I'm, I'm going deep in this album, and it's lovely, and we're going to keep it going. Now, Break North, this song is just as raw as any of the other ones on there. And we even got some Star Wars samples on this. Uh, so you hear him go, Rebel Bass. And then at the end, even when the song ends, you hear him go, that ought to keep those fighters off our back. Um, Keith and Said G, once again, uh, I do really like Said G's uh, verse in this one. And this is kind of like the other albums, like Keith goes first, Said goes in the middle, Keith goes at the end. Kind of just like give the drummer some, and I said there's a lot of songs that do that. But Keith is the main MC, that's why a lot of times he'll have two verses. Uh, and and it's, the, it's no different in this one, Break North. And I really like Said G's verse, though, when he goes... Um, you need a pipe? There's the old crack yard. The last stop, it has to be the graveyard. Peeking, said G, I'm speaking. I'm smelling smoke. My tonsils are leaking. Words in the right direction. Uh, I really like when Cool Keith comes in. Well, I rock like a chain to a link. I wear black while suckers wear pink. Now think about my capital laws. I speak illa and talk through jaws. Uh, you know, and then this is, again, some early Dr. Octagon. I'm illa. A South Bronx killer. I chop rappers and throw them in the river. Tasty while I swallow your liver. Here's a clue to your girl I can give her. Messages. Clues from a murderer. And if she's ugly, I never even heard of her telling. I mean, bugging to detectives. Like, bro, this one, when I was younger, this was one of my top songs off this shit. I used to just play this over and over and over. Uh, And it's funny because Public Enemy... And cool and, and ultra magnetic have always kind of had similar, just like with Ease Back sampling that on their album Greatest Misses from Public Enemy. They sampled this main sample um, on the song Hazy Shade, a Criminal, which they had a music video for. And it's just it's a it, it's an intense song, and it just has a vibe and a feel to it. And they're uh, so they're sampling breakdown or breakdown from Tila Rock and fame from David Bowie and it's just these small little clips that they're doing but and then obviously the Star Wars but and when it's time for the hook it's Mo Love just fucking scratching and they're like break north 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 now round north north like I'm feeling it and um yeah dude it's it's yeah what more can I say just like this is why I say this album is one of the greatest of all time Look here now. Look what we're into. Look what track that we're on right now. Guys, we're on number 12. There's only three more songs left. There hasn't been a lull in this album at all. That's what makes a fucking superb, lyrical, crazy album to come out in 88. It's nuts. Fuck it. Let's play that clip. Number 12, Break North from the Ultra Magnetic MCs off the album Critical Beatdown. Let's go. I'm known as Scanner and brains I blow out. To old bones and skulls I throw out to the backyard. And yes, the whack yard. You need a pipe, there's the old crack yard. Your last stop, it has to be the graveyard. Peeking, said G, I'm speaking. I smell smoke, my tonsils are leaking. Words in the right direction. Add the beats with the lyrics perfection. Stomping the 
and we are back. And so the cool thing about that song is when it ends with that Star Wars sample, that ought to keep those fighters off our back, leads right in to the title track of this album, Critical Beat Down the Song, leads right into that. Now, I played a clip of this song on the top 10 88, uh, top 10 albums from 88. Um, this is the song that was on GTA San Andreas on the playback FM. Uh, that's where I first heard this song. My mind was blown when I heard that, and I recognized Cool Keith's voice, made me go out, get this shit. Bro, I still love this song just as much to this day, and this is I probably listen to this song more than any other song off this album. Honestly, I know I said that about uh, a minute less and ain't it good to you, but it's probably right there with them. I've went through so many phases with this album on songs that I like the best and this, that, and whatever, but critical beatdown. You know, you hear Keith started off, well, I'm the equalizer, known to be graphic. I clear static, breaking up traffic, move while I enter the groove. I'm on top and happy to prove to whack MCs who claim to be better than. No way, I'm frankly more clever than all of you. Each and every one, my son, pay close attention. I'll take your brain to another dimension. Like, bro, mold it, scrape it, shape it, you know, just, yeah, dude, it's crazy. And then said comes in, I'm attacking him. My job is smacking, or I'm attacking him. My job is stacking him. For every rapper, must I be slapping him once or twice in the face with rough lyrics producing the bass that blowout cause power to go out, you know, just rolling in like that. Keith comes in at the end like, hey, here's the K. Combine the double O, swinging an L, I'm ready to go as Keith. Rap General Chief Executive plus Exquisitive Mandatory. And I'm not going to lie. Keith absolutely destroys this song. There's no doubt. I love at the end. He's like spongy. And after that, drink a dungy. Roll the cess, the Buddha with the gungy. Puff up while I make tough stuff up. I'm cool Keith, cold ripping MCs, and I'm hype for the critical beatdown. You know, it's just the beat is just ripping. It's hard. It's got just amazing samples. It is the epitome of this album. It is the gem, the shining star on this fucking album. There's no doubt about it. And, it, I mean, come on now. And we're sampling, if you don't get it the first time, back up and try it again, Partey from Fed, Fred Weasley and the JBs. Um, and, you know, that's like the main one. They're also sampling Let Me Be The One from Pleasure and, of course, Turn on the heat and build some fire from James Brown. A lot of James Brown, but that's 88. That's what they did in 88. A lot of James Brown, but Ultra Magnetic just did it better. I mean, you got to remember, said G produced a lot of Criminal Minded from Boogie Down Productions. So let that sink in right there. That's why there's a lot of production similarities between Ultra Magnetic and Boogie Down Productions' first album. That's because said G was doing that shit. Um, but yeah, critical beat down, dude, the beat is hype. It just gets you hype. It gets you fucking just ready to go. Cool. Keith once again said when they were doing these lyrics that they were just on such a high that they freestyled most of this and just fucking put it out there. And it don't sound freestyle. It sounds just, you know, freestyle in a way that there has no substance, no subject matter, but the lyrics are insane. Anyway, let's play that clip. Number 13, Critical Beatdown from the Ultra Magnetic MCs off the album Critical Beatdown. Hit it. I'm attacking them. My job is stacking them. For every rapper, must I be smacking them once? I'm twice in the face. 
with rough beats, producing the bass that blow out, cause power to go out. In a spark, I'm ready to blow out like this. Altitude level, reaching forth, stomping every devil in sight. You might just wanna bite my illusions, mental confusion. Your Omar scores up in abusing, losing any rapper who. And we are back. God, I love that song. That leads us into number 14, a, ch- a song called When I Burn. Once again, this is just Cool Keith. But said G even says at the beginning of the song, he goes, Yo, Keith, I put this song together in the Ultra Lab just for you to rip it up. And then it literally just starts going, Burn. And I mean, this one is even more intense than Cool Keith's house and things. Keith really, absolutely just dismantles this fucking song. Like, I know I put a lot of emphasis on Cool Keith House and things because it is amazing, but man, Burn, bro, Burn is just cool. I mean, yeah, this is, I do believe, better than Cool Keith House and things. I think it's absolutely the epitome of what Cool Keith can do, you know, sampling cookies from Brother Soul, uh, Rock Creek Park from the Blackbirds, and, you know, they're sampling themselves, Funky from Ultra Magnetic MCs, uh, that, and I, dude, and that's, uh, that's, I don't know, I don't even know what else to say, this beat is fast, it's just like Ain't It Good to You, it's quick, Keith is just rolling over this shit, um, to California, I'm breaking on ya. I'm like a psycho. I'm bugging on ya. You know, just I mean, we're talking just go, 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 go. And he's talking his shit. The more I plug deep inside your skull and damage your brain, cause I burn. Bang. And you know, it even ends once again. They're talking like, you know, four three mission posse in the house and you know, shouting out, you know, Keith's brother Kevy Kev and this, that, and whatever. And uh, yeah, dude, the song is nuts. It's just, it's crazy. Uh, and it's a perfect Cool Keith song. There's a reason why it's only Keith on it, because it had to be only Keith on it. Not that said couldn't do his thing, but Keith went ballistic like a missile on this shit, just blowing shit the fuck up. Uh, when I burn, man, it is, it is, and it's, it's intense. It's an intense song for the end of the album, definitely. It's not like any other song on here, but the beat is menacing, and Keith, I don't know what else to say, just absolutely obliterates this shit. So let's play that clip from number 14, When I Burn, from the Ultra Magnetic MCs off the album Critical Beat Down. Play that shit. Well, I'm on with the freaky style when you wait the bait and rate my rhythm expansion. Dimension, lyric extension, rise above amazing days, cracking your brain, changing ways, soar for days. Figuring out MIDI channels, triggering out fourth. I'm sending brains are bending like metal, crust to rust, corrode and low stacks. Pick up the wax while you ask how you do it. Show me through it. I never knew it could be done. No way, my son, because I'm the one smacking them up. And we are backing. Good Lord, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to hit the last song on this phenomenal album. Uh, like I said, I grew up a little bit different. I had extra songs after this, so I'm used to funky original coming on and then bait and chorus line and mentally mad and so on. But this is the 88 version, and that's what we're sticking with. And we end it with one of the most cosmic beats and just funky, and I mean, you talk about zoning out to a song. I think this is one of the illest beats on this album. 
and it's all said G. This is a song called Said G, the Delta Force One. So after this, Said G has always referred to himself as Delta or the Delta Force on their um, album in 93, The Four Horsemen. He's got Delta Number Two, which is also an ill-ass beat, a lot different, not as mesmerizing as this one. But the reason this is so mesmerizing is he's sampling Bob James in Nautilus, right? And anything from Bob James is going to be just mind-bending because he just makes such great... And there's a reason why rappers sample them. They're sampling themselves from feeling it um, because it samples said G saying, hello. And then the beat breaks in and it's like, I'm said G, a champion. Hello, I'm back again. I'm said G a champion, and then literally he breaks in, I'm a radar, sending message to competitors, eliminating another predator from the face of the earth. It's not the worst to feel my wrath as I burst, competing just like David and Goliath. My rhymes are slingshot, and yes, they triumph over the weak minds who think they, you know, giants. I'm more defiant while I'm relying on, you know, and I mean, dude, this, a minute less was really good for said as his, uh, as his own track, but like this track right here is a lot of people's favorite off of Critical Beatdown just because the beat is so fucking awesome, dude. I mean, it is like, this is just like the whole album though. This song, I used to just play this one over and over also um, just because I was just so mesmerized by the beat, the sample, and this is some of Sed G's best rapping, okay? You know, it's only two verses. You know, he comes in the second verse, back to take control once again, to rip this mic apart from end to end, you know. And it's just, dude, this is said G's time to shine. I know I said that on a minute less and definitely well-deserved, but this is his whole song. This is where his alias as the Delta started, you know. Whatever said was doing, and it always seemed like he, when it was his time to have his own track, he always saved some of the best ones for himself. And why not? You're making the beats. Keith's going to rip whatever you give him anyway. And it's obviously we just heard When I Burn. So it's not like uh, uh, said wasn't whipping up amazing beats for Keith either, because obviously When I Burn and um, uh, Cool Keith Housing things are amazing beats. But this one, you know, the scientists went to work in the Ultra Lab. That's what they called uh, their, where they recorded. They called it the Ultra Lab. Um, and said just took the album out on some cosmic shit on this one. I mean, it, it reminds me, it makes me think of just flying through space. That's what this beat is like. That's what this song is like. And, you know, said G always ends his verse by going, cause I'm the Delta. And then the beat breaks down. Said G a champion. Ben, it comes back in and yeah, I mean, you talk about ending an album, this is how you end a fucking album. That's how you start an album with Watch Me Now. This is how you end an album with Delta Force. So without further ado, let's play that clip. Number 15, Said G, Delta Force 1, off the album, Critical Beatdown from the Ultra Magnetic MCs. Hit it. I'm a radar, sending message to competitors, eliminating another predator from the face of the earth. Not the first to feel the wrath of my curse, competing. Just like David and Goliath, my rhymes are slingshot, and yes, they triumph over the weak minds who claim the giants. I'm more defiant 
Why you relying on your weak rhyming with connectors? But I'm the G, the rhyming inspector Delta And we are back. Listen, we just traveled the cosmos. We just ventured in to one of the funkiest albums ever made, one of the most innovative albums ever made. Um, I mean, I don't really know what else to say other than if you didn't get the point after hearing what we just listened to, then I don't really know what to tell you. But listen, Ultra Magnetic, man, pioneers, uh, innovators, and this album is just such a fucking masterpiece. I don't know as a hip-hop head how you can't have this album has top 10. You know, like I said, I'm going to have it in my top five albums of all time, not just from 88. I had it at number two from 88, and I would have had it at number one had it not been uh, for Public Enemies, It Takes a Nation of Millions to Hold Us Back. That's You got to have an album that's that monumental to beat this album. You know what I mean? Um, but man, do I love this album. Critical Beatdown. Again, my friends, my, my my brother Brett will tell you right now, he's going to listen to this episode and he's going to be like, oh, here we go. Uh, he's on some fucking ultra shit. And what do you know, his episode's the longest one yet. Because I just got to. I got to give him their love. I got, I have to let you know. And real hip hop heads know, listen, Ultra Magnetic has a cult following. People that like Ultra Magnetic MCs, they don't just kind of like them. They really fucking like them. I'm one of those people. Now, guess what? You know what I got to do. I got the daunting ass task to try to take three songs off this album and pick my top three. And listen, all those, both of them are not easy. I don't want to take anything off this album, okay? Nothing. I really, really don't want to take anything off this album. But it's what we do on this episode. So that's uh, that, that's what we're going to do, right? Um so, if I'm going to take three songs off this album, I'll tell you right now, I'm going to take number six, Traveling at the Speed of Thought remix. Um, like I said, it that has always been the weakest song to me on the album. Uh, that's just me personally. A lot of people really, really love Traveling at the Speed of Thought. Obviously, it's the only song that had a music video to it off this album, so they released it as a single, so they thought the same. Um, but I'm going to take it off. I'm also going to take the funky remix off. If the funky original was on here, then maybe we'd have to do a little bit different of a pick. Um, but my reasoning for taking this song off, I don't know. I have to take a song off and I guess I'm going to take this one off because I'm just trying to pick three songs to take off. Really? That's, that's where I'm at when it comes to this, because I love the funky remix It's hard as hell. It's uh, it's pretty fucking good, right? Um, and then the next song I think I'd take off. Uh, you know, it's one of their biggest songs, if not their biggest song. But because it's not the original 12-inch and it's re-recorded, it just doesn't have the same feel as it does on the reissued or its 12-inch single. So I'm sorry, guys, but I'm actually going to take Ego Trip and the MC Ultra remix off just for that. If it was the full version, it would not be coming off at all. It all it almost would be in the top three. And maybe I'd take, you know, Watch Me Now off or something. But as for now, Watch Me Now is ahead of it. Uh, there are no weak songs on this album. This is just me 
having to pick three songs, and I just put them in order from my least favorite to my favorite, but uh, that's what I had to do. This was by far one of the more difficult ones to pick three to take off. So those are my three. To go through it again, I'm taking number three, Ego Trippin' MC Ultra Remix off. I'm taking number six, Traveling at the Speed of Thought Remix off, and I'm taking Funky Remix off. So I'm not hating on the remixes because I do like the Traveling at the Speed of Thought Remix more than the original. Uh, I like all of them except for the hip-hop uh, house mix, but honestly, even that one's pretty dope too because it's got some Africa Bambata samples in there and it's pretty dope. Nonetheless, uh, those are the three I'm taking off. Um, now, as for my favorite, my top three songs on here, um, you know, you got to have Critical Beatdown on there because that is definitely one of the top songs off this album. Um, you got to have Ain't It Good To You on there because Ain't It Good To You is just... I mean, it's it, it's it's a fucking high delivery, fast, just ultra pace, ripping the microphone apart. Cool Keith, some of his best rapping on this whole album is on Ain't It Good To You, especially his third verse. As for my third song, it's between two songs. So it's either going to be between Feeling It or Ease Back. In the past, I would have picked Feeling It over, but... After re-listening to this album again, I just got to give it up to how fucking awesome and hard Ease Back is. So I'm going to pick my third song on my top three is number two, Ease Back. So recap, number two, Ease Back. Um, and then we're going to go with number nine, Ain't It Good To You. And number 13, Critical Beatdown by far. But you know what? You could pick any song. Someone could come up to me and say... I actually like Delta Force, uh, Give the Drummer Some, and Cool Keith Housing Things as my top three. I'd be like, yeah, I get it. They're amazing. Someone else could come up to me and say, I like Watch Me Now, uh, Ego Trippin', and fucking When I Burn. Those are my top three. And I'd be like, absolutely, they are top three because this is just that good of an album. But those are my top three. And guys, I hope you enjoyed doing or listening to this episode as much as I enjoyed doing it. I really like this group, if you can't tell. I really like this album, if you can't tell. Uh, I just hope you go listen to it, and I hope you have the same love for it that I do and other Ultra fans do, because Ultra Magnetic Man, they are pioneers, and they are just one of the dopest groups to ever make hip-hop music. So... On that note, make sure you click subscribe, like, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Bring the Noise Podcast. Until next week, I am your host, Straight the Clipper, and I'm Audi 5000 hitting you with that. Peace. One, two, three.